Welcome to the Intersection Podcast at Georgia Tech Scheller College of Business. My name is Jasmine Howard, and I'm a second year MBA candidate in the full-time program here, and your host for the Intersection. Today, it's uh, one of our favorite times of the year, which is when all of our interns come back from their summer adventures. Um, So let's go around the table and see who we have here for our consulting-focused internships. Hi, this is Henry McGill. I um, interned this summer at Alex Partners. Uh, Prior to business school, I was at Michelin, and now I'm entering my second year at the business school. Hi, my name is Stephanie Landaverde, also a second year. Uh, This summer, I interned at Deloitte in their tech practice. And um, in my second year, I'm really excited. And prior to business school, I worked for Liberty Mutual Insurance for six years. Hey guys, my name is Deval Mehta, glad to be here. Um, This summer, I interned with PwC in their deals practice, so management consulting and M&A focus. Uh, Prior to coming to the MBA school, I worked at Deloitte in audit. Awesome. Well, thank you all for being here. We appreciate your time and we're excited to have you. We're also excited that you are all going back. Congratulations. So that's that's always the goal, right, is to convert that internship to a full-time offer. So we wanted to hear from all of you specifically because you were so successful this summer and um, tell us about your experience and then what at Georgia Tech has helped you um, prepare for that internship and is going to help you prepare to go back full-time. So to get started, why consulting? During the first year last year, why Why was this a path that you were interested in? We'll start with Henry. Uh, Yeah, I think uh, I was working as an engineer before and um, we're very siloed and making, you know, impactful decisions where we're at. And I think consulting lets you kind of jump start your career into making bigger decisions. So, you know, we were able to work with C-suite members already this summer as an intern, which I mean, I'd probably given one suggestion to my CEO before and that was on how to tee up a golf ball so like that was <laughs> this was definitely very more traditional impactful. example of that, and yeah. <laughs> um, I, th- I think that's the main reason awesome um, so I spent six years in industry and I was able to learn a lot from my company however I only experienced one company so I knew that if I wanted to learn more about just general business practices across all kinds of industries consulting was the best way to get that and to me also, just coming to business school is all about leveling myself up and challenging myself the most. And I think uh, besides investment banking, consulting is the most challenging field you can go into after your MBA. So I wanna see if not only can I get a job there, but can I succeed, can I kill it? Um, so to me it's all about how far can I push myself. Great. Um, so I came in as an auditor, um, so a very client service focused uh, industry. Um, that's something that I loved about it. So having the client service aspect of it, um, with the audit as well, we had late nights, uh, challenging nights with, uh, <laughs> stressful deadlines. Um, and I, I loved that part of my job. I just wasn't a big fan of just the year over year audit. Um, so I wanted to continue on with just having a more challenging, a more, I mean, stressful uh, to some <laughs> level stress is good for me. Uh, mm-hmm. I like to be challenged. I like to have deadlines in front of me. It kind of motivates me. And I felt, uh, I thought consulting was the ideal route for, you know, what I was looking for. Awesome. So one thing that I know why I didn't want to go for consulting, um, is, is because to get that, that challenging position, it's a, it's a challenging road through recruitment and everything. Can you talk about that journey with your case prep, with your networking, with how you kind of would, could determine different fits for consulting across all the different firms that we have coming to recruit here? So, uh, Duval? Yeah, sure. Um, so 
Definitely case prep is uh, very, very important. Um, I would recommend anybody listening to get started before you even think about consulting. Get started on the case <laughs> prep. Uh, if you need to reach out to anybody, feel free to reach out to one of us. We'd be more than happy to help out. Um, behavioral interviews are also very important. Um, in terms of my interviews, we I had two behavioral interviews and one case prep. Um, so the firm really puts an emphasis on being able to mesh with the team, to be uh, part of the team. You know, uh, Obviously, they want to care about the technical skills and the fact that you can solve a case, but um, really focused on you know the airport test. If, if my flight is delayed with my manager and I'm in an airport for 12 hours, how am I going to react? Or if I'm in a conference room with my manager for 14 hours, how am I going to react? So it's all about building that fit. Um, with the firm, um, additionally, being able to adapt and be flexible with uh, you know deadlines and just change in travel plans because consulting is one of those industries where you may not necessarily know where you'll be next week, and just being able to uh, adapt to that is, is I think it's key. And I think you know going also to um, how I prepared for it, I think the career services team over here has been very very helpful. Uh, my career services coach Lauren from day one was very helpful, and every single firm that I talked to. Uh, with her, because uh, I know at some point there were you know, 10, 15 companies that I was looking at, and she helped me narrow it down. Um, and even the other career services uh, counselors that you know stepped in, helped me out, uh, identify a firm, and then put me in touch with the right folks. Um, so really, everybody take advantage of that. Um, they're great, great people out there, and they want us to succeed. Great. Stephanie? Yeah. So for me, it was a little different because I recruited prior to starting business school, and I actually chose Deloitte before I chose Scheller. Because um, I knew that I wanted to do consulting, and I, everyone I had met for the law just loved their job. So I had a very targeted approach um, and also a very condensed timeline to prep. So I actually interviewed in July uh, during the early blitz, and it was also the two case and one behavioral. And people, you know, it's everyone has their own way, but I realized earlier on that it's not necessarily about just memorizing the framework, it's about owning the framework in a way that you can talk about your prior experience. So I kind of went out at a, a more holistic approach to all of my prep. It wasn't just, can I give you the right answer, but can I give you an answer that you can learn more about me and learn where my strengths are? Um, so that was my prep. And again, mine was very different because I wasn't here yet. Um, but it was, I mean, I read Case in Point, which I think is an amazing book. And it, again, it's, I think like it is about the airport taste. It's not about just, can you do the work? Because it will teach you. But are you going to be enjoyable on our 11th of the day? <laughs> I think that's so much more important. And I think I did a lot of that prep by just meeting people and knowing, do I like you? Because it's equally important for them to like us as it is for you know you to like the firm and their culture. Before we go to Henry, Stephanie, I want you to elaborate more on that timing aspect. Because I think something we're all seeing is that recruiting for... Um, especially full-time MBA candidates, is moving earlier and earlier. Mm -hmm. So for you, that was through the MLT program, correct? Right. Yeah, so um, I did MLT, which is an 18-month pre-MBA prep program, where you not only do you get to meet a lot of uh, the schools and kind of where the differences are, but it's also about what do I like, who am I, what is my not just my two-year goal, but my 10, 20-year life goals. Um, and through that, we also met a lot of companies so that we understood what kind of industries were available for MBAs. Um, so again, I had met Deloitte a long time ago, and I'm like, I like Deloitte. I know a lot of friends who work for Deloitte, and that's kind of where I want to go. Um, and once I did get accepted to a program, the next part was uh, professional development uh, seminars, which we have two, one where we learn about the industries again, and one where we meet companies and prep. So I was actually in New York in June 
and we did kind of like, it was essentially a giant room with tiny little tables where you're having speed, speed round interviews. And that's where I met Deloitte for the first time. I had an HR type style interview. And then from there they select a few people to go and do the early blitz, which is not only MLT, also includes Forte and I mm -hmm. believe one more um, other organization. Um, but it's more of a condensed, they get to look at you first and the expectations are a bit different because they know you haven't had the full semester or full year of business school. So for that, I mean, the way that I saw it is my experience is not going to change a lot. In three months, I am who I am. And this is just <laughs> kind of a way to just get it early upfront, all the prep work. Um, and it's, you know, it was a very, very different experience, which yes. is so very speedy, very stressful because I was literally at home in July for two weeks just reading and prepping. I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. Um, so it was great. It was, yeah. yeah, we each have our own. Uh, I think last year when we were in the thick of it, we were all very jealous that you uh, had worked so hard and we were able to give it that dedicated focus early on and then for your success story of the summer that once again, girl doesn't have to go to an info session. So <laughs> it's an I went to, yeah, yeah, I did. And I didn't even, I had you a, did it all up front, yeah, yeah, I did. I mean, I gave, I gave up, because I, I took a month off between business school and my prior job, and I'm like, I'm gonna travel, and it turned into, you have an interview in yeah. two weeks. I'm like, I'm gonna study. So I, I did give up oh, almost three weeks off what was supposed to be my free time between mm -hmm. business school, and moving to prep and fly for the interviews, so. Yeah. yeah, so it's definitely a lot of sacrifice no matter which career path you're working towards in MBA, but Henry, can you tell us about your, your prep and your, your recruiting journey? Yeah, sure. Uh, so I, it's very similar to theirs. Case prep is was obviously important. Numbers, um, I read case in point. I think for me, I I thought the important thing was finding your style. So uh, <laughs> some people have a habit of just kind of sticking to these like frameworks that are very case, and I feel like that can kind of uh, not show your creativity. So figuring out how you kind of view things is very important. And then I thought the next thing is is repetition but but trying to get as many industries in those because that's where you start to learn what to look for in those industries whether it's like a consumer products or whether it was a mining and ore company or you know so that was a lot of random uh things that you look for or something in the airline industry and they they tend to have some of the same things and then how you present it making it your own um and in terms of additional recruiting uh i think fit is a huge thing and points of contact is is huge and and the consulting firms know that so they value it i know deloitte um certainly mark keeps track of every point of contact that you had throughout their um process i think my, alex partners didn't as much last year but this year they've started putting mm -hmm. things so they want to make sure that you've had that experience to find that fit because mm -hmm. every firm's a little different from the next one and and you you're going to find those people that you connect with the most and and it's it's good for the company and it's good for you. Again, you want to be in that airport with somebody you, you're going to relate to. So Great. So thinking back to May or June, whenever you started, it's day one, week one, month one. Um, what surprised you? You got, you got into the consulting firm. How did you really pivot from being a student to being a fully, you know, billable consulting intern making real impact with your clients? I can go first. Um, so first of all, I was supposed to fly, and I didn't. <laughs> I was like, no. Um, so I was local, so that was a big surprise for me. Um, but just walking in, I know that we're going in as MBA interns, where the expectation is so much 
you know, higher, bigger, and I'm like, okay, how am I going to show impact? How am I going to help? How am I going to like come in and be a rock star? And I mean, I walked in, I'm like, I more or less know what the project is about. I somewhat understand the industry, but I have no idea how to help, like, no. So honestly, <laughs> what I did is like, I tried to look smart and available. <laughs> that was my whole thing. And I came in and said, what do you guys need help with? I don't care what it is. Just give me something that will help me learn anything. So I honestly did things from, you know, creating diagrams, gathering questions, cleaning up documents that, to make them sound better, do how-tos, which I know most people were like, oh, wow, that's what, you know, a regular, you know, undergrad intern would do. And I'm like, yeah, but that's not how I was going to learn. So I kind of took off my MBA hat. I didn't even really tell people that I was coming from business school, and it was a very large team, so not everyone had asked. And I was just coming like, what needs help? Why, what, what needs to be moved forward? Because I know that we're a team. My job is to help move closer to their goal, and I don't care in what way that, that is. I'm just here to learn. And I also didn't have a specific kind of skill that I was trying to pick up. I was just trying to understand what is a day-to-day like. Um, so yeah, I mean, like what, anything. I did order coffee twice, so. <laughs> and I'm used to like, whatever needs to be done, I, I just did it. Yeah, I'm sure it's very appreciated. Mm-hmm. Um, so our day one, I think the, I don't know if you all have ever come into like industry and uh, you know, it takes a while to get your laptop or something like that. Mm-hmm. That was not where I was. It was like day one, hey, read all these PowerPoint slides. Here's what you're going to be doing. I want you to figure out, you know, what your next steps are. Come get me when you need help. And then I had like a two hour conversation after I went through the PowerPoint. I guess I got the PowerPoint before I arrived on site, but still it was like two hour conversation. Okay, what'd you learn? What do you think? Uh, that's good. Go. And so it was uh, just really fast paced and it was cool i was never bored mm-hmm. um i think i thought i would might long hour i mean we i worked long hours i guess my old job occasionally not quite <laughs> consulting hours mm-hmm. but i the days went so fast mm-hmm. i think right. that shocked me i was never looking at the clock except to go oh no how am i going to finish all of this by <laughs> a decent hour so it was not it was it was so fast and uh i think that helped it made it for a great experience because it's just constant new information new learning and then always something to do awesome Deville? uh yeah so i think after the first week of uh, orientation or training uh, once i finally got into client work uh the thing that surprised me the most is how quickly um I was required to ramp up in terms of understanding what my client's business was, how they operated internally. Uh, and then once my project started ramping up, it was really being able to leverage all that data that we had from the client and you know what I learned in 48 hours about the client and start adding value. Um, so you know, as an intern, I kind of went in a little bit as, oh, I'll have some more time to kind of ramp up. You know, people <laughs> will show me the ropes. Whereas this was at the end of week one, I already had to show where I, added value to the team. Um, so I think that would, caught me a little bit by, by surprise, but I think after the week two, I, I knew what to expect and you know it was smooth after that. Yeah, you figure it out quickly. Right, you have to. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. it's, it's gonna, long hours, it's get not left. like, yeah. yeah. You're, you're, they're very long days. I feel like mm-hmm. you're always picking up something because you know you can do probably finish three things mm-hmm. and you're, you don't know what that's going to be or how that's going to add to the next task or what they think you can help with next. So I said like earlier, like, I'm like, give me whatever because then if, I learned how to do this one section, and then next week you need that section to be elevated or to be matched or so, or to be trained to somebody else, I can help. Mm-hmm. So it's like little by little you pick up things that uh, later on, you're like, okay, good. I'm glad I learned that because it might have been seen small and minute, 
but then once you add that knowledge with whatever you learn here you put it together it becomes bigger and more beautiful and you're like okay now I feel very very yeah. proud and you're part of it yeah, <laughs> yeah I remember that was something we all had our internship kickoff meeting with career services in the spring and I remember Dave Dieters um, our director of career services said you never know at your internship why you're being asked to do something right. you should just do it mm -hmm. um, because it might seem menial like it is maybe just proofreading one page or editing some slides or whatever but that means that you know maybe some your manager your director even all full of the chain that somebody's got to have to do that work mm -hmm. right. um, and it can help you learn the bigger yep. picture so speaking of bigger picture what you did this summer um, as much as you can <laughs> can you tell us about uh, your projects what maybe just industry or outcomes or I know it's always funny when we talk to uh, consulting classmates and alumni and they're like well I worked for this what was the one last year that ended up being like a nightclub and it was like hospitality you know there's always funny code words used for consulting when you can't actually disclose what company yeah, <laughs> you were working with. <laughs> Uh, so I worked for a furniture company, and <laughs> I worked on a procurement work stream um, to the point where the ramp up, like my second day, I think they dropped some numbers from a, from an RPO, and I like processed them. And then uh, he said, okay, we're getting this. You're presenting to the CFO tomorrow, and this was my third day. And I was <laughs> like, oh, man. So, uh, but yeah, we it was largely on procurement, um, a little bit of their marketing sales um, uh, spend and trying to just kind of uh, standardize and consolidate some of their spending and uh, working with like contract negotiations on the the management side of, of their marketing spend and um, we were even working on like some material changes which is kind of fun because at the towards the end we had a big meeting with the marketing team and the product development team and we're all just like sitting on cushions and trying to figure out if, <laughs> if we like the new material or the old material or if it's different enough for a customer to perceive. And um, uh, I w most of us were not calibrated enough to quite tell. So we were relying on like the marketing team to try and figure out what changes we could make. And um, uh, the, the deliverables, we were able to save uh, about $1.3 million for our client. This is a, about a $450 million in revenue. So it was a pretty... Um, with $20 million profits, so it was a pretty, pretty drastic change for their bottom line, and we were, uh, uh, they were pleased with the work we did. It was a lot of fun, and uh, definitely that impact I was going for. Yeah, awesome. Um, so I work for a 100-year-old-plus company that works on financial services and data, um, and we were implementing a brand-new billing and revenue management system. And what was really cool about that is um, they are pretty much getting ready to have a more subscri subscription and consumption-based model. And I know we're familiar with that through like Netflix and Amazon Prime, but this is a company that essentially is providing a lot of financial data to very large Fortune 50 companies. So it's very interesting to see it from the public wants to be able to buy based on subscription or demand versus peak because that's usually mm -hmm. a lot pricier. And the company is trying to meet the customer's demand so that they're happy and that it's also honestly more efficient for everybody um, to kind of pay essentially something closer to their consumption and move up and down as they need it. Um, and we were, were doing this for two of their lines within one of their big, large um, units. So if this goes well, it should represent not only more um, business for my company,
but also just prepping this company to go to their next step because they are a very old, large company, and usually those are the ones that you're watching out to be disruptive and potentially kind of have a really bad future. Um, this is just them kind of getting ready and us helping them. Mm-hmm. So just like anticipatory and preventative and everything. Awesome. Duval? Um, so yeah, I had two projects, but they were both for the same client. The first one was um, uh, divestment of one of their business units. Um, you know, they had three bus- main business units, and one of them was getting divested, uh, which was then going to be a joint venture with another company. Um, so just worked on that, making sure that the piece I was getting divested was going to be operational on day one uh, in terms of all your back office needs, uh, making sure that, you know, someone's still there to pay the payroll, uh, <laughs> make sure everybody gets paid, making sure accounting, finance, IT, everything's working for everybody, uh, for this company, you know, globally. Uh, and then the second piece was because this um, business unit was spun off or divested into a new joint venture, that joint venture was creating antitrust issues uh, with the European Union. Mm. Um, so there was some pieces that my client had to divest off, and I worked on the divestment of this particular brand uh, as well. The coolest one. <laughs> yeah, that's really interesting. It was, it was I really love cool. investments. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was a really cool project. They were both really cool projects. I learned a lot, uh, but it was it was it was fun. Yeah, was I think Henry's chair testing sounds cool too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so really quickly, just close to the end here, what are some of the things in your first year that really helped you succeed this summer? So that could be classes, clubs. Um, other activities through Scheller? Um, so I think uh, just casing or just having cases in class prepares you for just opening documents and figure out, okay, I'm just going to learn something and just being fresh to it and not being concerned that, oh, no, I don't know what's going on. Um, so I'm just like, okay, every time I open a case, I'm like, what am I going to learn now? So mm-hmm. when I go into uh, our clients, I'm not like, wow, I know nothing. It's more like, okay, I'm going to learn. And I know as I learn, it's going to all come together and based on the experience I had with different cases, I'm able to pull some questions that kind of help me get a better picture of what the industry, what the company, what the goal is. So yeah, cases are amazing. I would say, uh, so Consulting Club definitely helped by connecting us with people to um, to practice case workshops uh, and more just like gain contacts and stuff like that along with career services. I think the more people you talk to about you know, how, what day-to-day life is. Again, it's, it's all about making sure that you're with a company is the right fit. So when it kind of, when you, when it happens, you just kind of like, all right, this is it. And these are my people. And mm-hmm. you kind of just, when you get into the job, they're already kind of thinking like you do. So Alex Partners does a lot of um, like personality tests and they have uh, kind of a target, a couple of key target things they're looking for. And it's, uh, they call it like worker persister. And so if you're that type, it's just like, go to work. And everybody's doing it. And I think the coolest part was, uh, you know, like in industry, you get like late nights and some people are working really hard, but they're like the high performers and they're the people who are, um, you know, kind of looking to go up where there's nothing like in consulting, it's almost all high performance. It's all driven people. So it's like cool to see like, yeah, I'm here late, but now everybody's here late, mm-hmm. and we're all trying to work towards this common goal. And so I think uh, just talking to people about those environments and getting those contacts is really the big important thing. Uh, yeah, I like what Henry said about Consulting Club being very helpful. Um, additionally, going through all the info sessions, understanding what a consultant does on a day-to-day <laughs> basis, um, just learning more about that. So thank you to everybody that put up info sessions uh, throughout the year for us. Um, and then I think also the first year, first semester that we have um, is, is very challenging. 
you have you know, so many different responsibilities. You have multiple uh, teams that are working together. Um, and all your compressed core classes. Exactly. So everything's happening half the time. Half the time. Happens yeah, for the rest of your Double the team na- uh, teams that you're in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that also helped me stay organized. And I think that's something I took into my internship as well because um, while they may be minor responsibilities, there were a lot on my plate. There was a lot on my plate. So just staying organized, being on top of it, which is something that I picked up through you know, just being so busy during our first semester, um, that, that definitely helped me get through the internship. internship. Yeah. Great. All right, last question. Here at Georgia Tech, we're all about creating the next, right? That's what the, right. the TV spot says on, on the football Saturdays that we see. Right. So we always like to end with, uh, what are you all creating next? What's, what's on your list? What's, what are you doing tonight? What are you doing this week? And I'll get started. You know, it can be small, big, whatever. Um, I am finishing tonight our first campus correspondent piece for Poets and Quants. So special plug, look for us on Poets and Quants. (laughs) Um, So I need to finish that piece. It's called uh, Getting a Job That Doesn't Exist Yet. Okay. So it might be over-promising there, but we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) So I got to finish that up tonight. Uh, So Deval, what are you creating next? Uh, I guess uh, the biggest thing that's on my plate right now is uh, planning for a wedding. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, uh, That's going to take me into the next eight months. But (laughs) slowly, we're we're trying to take, you know, little bites out of this big piece, uh, big pie. Um, Just trying to get one thing done at a time. So, you know, locking down the vendors, uh, locking down the guest list. And why don't you um, tell everyone how big that guest list is so they understand (laughs) how much work you have to do? Um, right now we're looking at anywhere you know between seven to eight hundred. So we're invited, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's only eighty something. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. So wow. that's on my list. Best of luck. Yeah. Thank you, <laughs> Stephanie. Yeah. So um, like you said earlier, I'm very lucky. I have a lot of not essentially free time, but I have a lot of time at my disposal. So I'm trying to figure out what it is that I like to do besides work hard and go to class, um, because I feel like I just want to make sure if I do have some free time joke um, <laughs> during my consulting tenure I know how I like to spend that time um, from like helping people or just hobbies that I like to do so right now I have created a list of things that I think are difficult to cook and I'm tackling that so I just mastered my very first chocolate souffle oh last right. week that was you that made that me. I did the picture was beautiful I made it myself and I Oh, I was, you know, it was so, I feel so rewarded. <laughs> um, so that's my, my couple of, what I'll be doing for the next couple of months, just because I think it's we'll, fun. We'll look forward to taste testing. Yeah. All, all I, the food. <laughs> I mean, honestly, there's like, what do I have next? I have lamb meatballs and fried tofu, which I like, but I don't know how to make it. And okay. I really like, I watch a lot of YouTube videos to truly understand what each step does for the final cooking so that I can change it if I don't like something. So it's a very like... I don't know. It's a lot of YouTube, a lot of cooking, and a lot of dishes. So I'm very Hen- excited. Henry, what about you? Um, so I think the big project we have for this year, I'm working with our uh, class president here and Yash and the Strategic Partnership Committee. We're trying to create a new investment fund for Ooh. the to help kind of a mini endowment for the GBC. And this is, um, it is a, it is quite an undertaking. So right now we're trying to mimic something the undergrads have, and we're uh, basically trying to get our governance and our, you know, infrastructure in place before we start trying to get donors, which that'll be the truly fun part. But yeah, so that's what we're doing. We're creating the next, um, next Georgia Tech fund, and hopefully it helps us kind of uh, ride out some of the budgetary cuts and stuff that we have to, that, um, ebb and flow throughout a uh, 
Like public Academ- institution. Yeah, there we yes. go. <laughs> Get us some money. Yeah, that is yeah. exciting. Awesome. Well, thank you all for your time. I know that our you know, prospective students, our current students, people in their first year will find this very helpful as they go on their own consulting recruitment journey. So thanks so much. That does it for this episode of The Intersection. We'll have more internship-focused episodes coming soon.